Hello, hello. This is the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host, Amy. This podcast is based around relevant and completely irrelevant topics. Sometimes the deep and meaningful and other times pretty meaningless topics. There are way too many negative vibes in the universe. So let's hang out together and spread aesthetic vibes. to today's episode. Today we are going to discuss entitlement and more specifically people who have a sense of entitlement due to one reason or another. Society enabling these people to think that they're owed something for simply existing. This topic is not only fascinating but completely infuriating. Okay without any further ado let's just get going. Okay, let's start with the basics. What is a sense of entitlement? It's the idea that you, society, or someone else owes a person. The entitlement mentality is defined as a sense of deservingness or being owed a favor when little or nothing has been done to deserve that special treatment. It's the, but you owe me attitude. Entitlement can in fact be a narcissistic personality trait. It isn't 100% clear what triggers this mentality in people. But if we were to guess, uh, it might be the environment that somebody grew up in, the way someone's parents treated or treat them, whether someone else has maybe solved your problems to date, or how you were treated by authority figures. Often people with a sense of entitlement think they're above or more superior than other people when people believe they're entitled to better treatment or something they desire, they often think that the rules don't apply to them. Having this mentality can impact other areas of life, including conflict in relationships, unhappiness, disappointment, and even depression. Feeling entitled to something can lead to disappointment if the person does not obtain whatever it is they believe they're entitled to. This becomes a reinforceable behavior When you're entitled, you always are vulnerable to the threat of unmet expectations. When your expectations aren't met, this can lead to dissatisfaction and other emotions like anger and a sense of being cheated out of something. When you're distressed, you try to fix the situation and control yourself. This results in self-assurance that you deserve everything you've ever wanted. This reinforcing that same entitled behavior. Generally speaking, a person with a sense of entitlement has a self-absorbed view of the world with little regard or empathy for their impact on others. People with a sense of entitlement think they deserve special treatment. People with a sense of entitlement expect to get preferential treatment and special favors in life without regard for why they should be treated specially. Their view of the world is, everybody owes me. They feel that they deserve more than what they have. Regardless of what they have, they always believe they deserve more. They expect to elevate their lifestyle above that of others without putting in any effort needed to do so. 
They feel like people should do things for them because of who they are or how much money or power they have. If they've reached a certain level of success, they feel that everybody should really bend over backwards to help them. I've experienced that a lot in the corporate world, (laughs) an awful lot, especially by people being up in very high positions, getting there um, and then automatically thinking, well, I'm here, I'm higher up in the, you know, the food chain than everybody else. So everybody else needs to bend over backwards to help me. Um, Yeah, pretty shitty people to be around. (laughs) But ideally, if someone has a problem with someone who has a sense of entitlement or doesn't agree with what they're doing, they try to make the other party feel like they're wrong um, and that it's a horrible thing to disagree with them. Their personal needs tend to come before anyone else's needs and they believe that everyone else's job is to ensure they have everything they need. When someone doesn't give in to their demands, they will generally throw a tantrum. They will throw the toys out of the pram and they will often throw themselves on the floor like a two-year-old and throw an absolute tantrum. They are generally not grateful for what they have in their life already. Someone with a sense of entitlement may not say thank you or show other signs of appreciation for what they have. And this is because they believe it's their right to have everything. So they really don't value anything. They have a sense of entitlement about money, possessions and or friends. A sense of entitlement tends to be consistent across all aspects of their life. So someone who acts this way about one thing is likely to act the same way about everything else in their life. They have a tendency to take friends for granted instead of being appreciative of that person being in their life. They often act like victims and blame other people or outside forces for their problems. Someone with this attitude believes the world owes them and that other people are responsible for making their lives better. They consistently need praise and admiration from others. A sense of entitlement goes hand in hand with narcissism, people who are focused on only thinking about themselves and what makes them feel good, maybe very demanding of praise and attention from other people. Okay, but what is going on inside these people's heads? So it's really the idea that they think they are superior. Their problems are the most important. They've always gotten what they want, so why should that change? And the world owes them simply for existing. I think the scariest part is that they truly believe that in their own little reality, these thoughts are legitimate and they truly believe this train of thinking in their mind. They genuinely lack self-awareness And there are really strong links between people with a sense of entitlement, narcissists, people who play the victim. So you you actually might find people with this thinking cross into other areas. And it's the idea that a sense of entitlement isn't an isolated feeling. There are crossovers into other aspects. These people want to be admired and adored. They are in need of constant validation from their peers whilst demanding respect. I always offer respect quite freely, but if it's not returned or is taken advantage of, I will promptly cease giving respect and then I begin to treat that person how they're treating me. I think one of the most frustrating aspects of having a person around with with this sense of self-entitlement is the idea that when you say no to something or you decline something, They don't take that as your final position. They believe that's open for debate and that they will be able to change your mind. In my experience, I have spoken from a position 
where, you know, I've laid out, this is my final position. I'm not budging from this. Um, I'm not happy doing this. Let's move on. However, the entitled believe that this final position can be changed and will often enter debate with you. Or it's this idea of, yeah, Amy said, no, hmm, that's not going to work for me. So uh, I won't be accepting this. <laughs> so for me, it's about standing your ground, being critical in these circumstances and making sure that you hold strong on the things that are truly important to you. People with a sense of entitlement can overcome this thought process, but it's not easy. It can be done, though. It's getting rid of this superiority complex and understanding the world doesn't revolve around you and your little life. I recall having a friend in my life who truly believed the entire world owed them and revolved around them. In their mind, they were the complete center of the universe and everyone and everything simply orbited around them. From the moment they woke up to the moment they fell asleep, they were truly the one and only main character and everyone and everything around them were truly just minor characters created for their enjoyment. Again, <laughs> this individual was so sadly detached from reality. Um, you'd often speak to them and the conversations would be completely odd and really hard to understand because most of it was just about me, 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 me. Um, I think what people need to understand is we all have our own lives with our own journeys and we are all equally important. To someone thinking that you just exist for them and their enjoyment, that's not where it's at for me. I'll take that with a hard fucking no. So I booted this person from my life. Ultimately, it's just not worth the drama. It's just not worth the hassle. Some signs that someone has a sense of entitlement include, but are not limited to, the person has an uncompromising attitude. They don't consider other people's needs more interested in themselves than anyone else. It's that little me, me, me bubble that they exist in. They might express uh, me or the highway thinking. So again, it's, it's my way or it's get stuffed. <laughs> Often these people hold very distinct double standards, making at times ridiculous demands focused on their own happiness. Their relationships are quite one-sided and they're quite lazy with their relationships. Uh, in my mind, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Too many of these to comment on. Uh, people who are lazy in friendships or other relationships are simply the worst. Um, I actually have seen a few TikToks where um, people were best friends and the active relationship person would always be the first to text. They decided to stop texting and see what happens. And there are quite a few that said, oh, you know, I stopped texting first 12 months ago, haven't spoken to the person since. So going from like best friends with that one person putting in all the effort all the way through to that person going, you know what, I'm done with this. Let's see the effort they put in, seeing no effort and then the friendship just not existing. These people also have a thought process that they should start at the top of the ladder. They don't need to climb the ladder under any circumstances. People who are self-entitled don't mind confrontation. Uh, they actually enjoy throwing tantrums or having little outbursts when things don't go their way. Uh, ever been around someone like this? <laughs> I suspect yes. The entitled will often downplay your achievements and will really offer any praise. Maybe it's, you know what, you got there because you knew someone or you were just lucky. 
These people love the woe is me or the poor little me mentality. They combine poor little me, manipulation and attention seeking into one lovely little bubble of them. They don't like the word no. They love pity parties. They will openly sabotage someone else's success to see themselves win. They don't care who they hurt. They're completely wrapped up in their own little reality that they really can't see any further than themselves. They also have a tendency to think that rules don't really apply to them and that they can and will overcome them easily if needed. I remember a girl in the workplace many years ago that I worked with. Um, The company I worked for had some pretty broad brush expectations around start and finish times, behavioural expectations, value expectations and dress expectations. She would show up around 10.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. each and every single day. Mind you, the core hours were flexible, but after nine, you're pushing your luck. So you'd have to kind of discuss with your leader and have some sort of agreement, and it would be a rare off, right? It would be like a once-off situation. You would not be showing up to work that hour every single day. She did. She truly believed the rules didn't apply to her. She would go to the gym in the morning and then leisurely go home and then get dressed and then come to the office and then spend most of the day drinking coffee, gossiping. She'd show up in her gym attire. (laughs) And it was this mentality of, well, the rules don't apply to me. Um, I'm special because I'm me. Um, I also knew another girl who had the same thought process and she lived solely off her father and her father had quite a lot of money so he was quite well off. She basically expected her entire university degree just to be handed to her because he had paid for it. She didn't think that she needed to put in any effort or energy. I remember being friends with her and she was in her early 30s And she was still living off her father. So her father was still paying her rent. She was living in this lovely little place in a um, very affluential suburb in Sydney. And he was paying this astronomical rent. I have a problem with this. I truly don't think there's anything more disappointing than living off your parents into adulthood. There has to be a point where we learn to stand on our own two feet. It's a transition from child to adult, becoming responsible for ourselves and our lives. If we desire things and we do not individually have the means to support that desire, that's an indicator that whatever it is shouldn't be happening. If you can't afford the rent, then you need to find a place with cheaper rent. You need to maybe find a board situation where you can rent a room You can't just simply live off someone else. It's just so inappropriate. And to be living off your parents well and truly into adulthood, it doesn't make sense. And the thing with this person was they used to often um, fight with their father, but they, she would go out of her way to suck up his ass, even if she completely disagreed and they had a huge argument because she knew that if they argued, she might be cut off. So she would often be, you know, sucking up his ass for things and not being that authentic person or her authentic self. So I just, I have a real problem with adults mooching off parents. 
Um, there's got to be a point where those parents can kind of take a step back and go, you know what, we've supported this child, we've brought them up, we've sent them into the world, it's time for them to stand on their own two feet. There has to be a point where the parents get to take that step back and be able to spend some time and money on themselves. They've done the hard work for 18, 19, 20 years, whatever it might be, it's time for you to venture off into the world. It's time for you to stand on your own two feet. It really shits me. <laughs> get up on my house. It fucking shits me. It really does. Um, I just couldn't imagine being dependent on anybody else for my existence. I just, I really couldn't. So, to ensure we see less and less of these people, we need to ensure that children are being brought up in a way that doesn't promote this sense of entitlement. So for parents, it's about making sure children can express and experience a range of emotions, including empathy and gratitude. It's actually making children earn things rather than just handing them whatever they desire. At the end of the day, if you decide to do a university degree, it should be off your own accord and your own back to support that lifestyle. It should not be the responsibility of the parents. Parents also need to demonstrate responsibility and how if you want better or greater things, you as a child need to work towards it. Demonstrate you can grow and take on responsibilities and evolve as a human. It would be remiss of me to point out that there are standards or basic requirements in a relationship that are not a sense of entitlement, but are more so the needs or desires underlying a healthy relationship. So some of these factors include needing to feel safe in a relationship, receiving the love you have given equality, honesty, respect, and consideration. Asking for basic needs does not make you entitled. It is simply important for you to feel these aspects in your relationship for it to be a value-add relationship in your life. Eventually, people who have a sense of entitlement will find themselves with no friends or family because People do end up seeing these insane demands and not being able to resonate or tolerate being around people who they are vastly different from. So you've identified someone in your life with a sense of entitlement. What do you do? Okay, first, don't feed into it. <laughs> don't give the person whatever it is they're demanding without earning it. Step away. Do not offer them handouts. Give them the tools so they can go away and work it out themselves. You need to be comfortable saying no. It is completely fine to say no if you don't feel like doing something and stand by it. Don't allow them to weasel their way in and attempt to change your mind. Set boundaries, clear boundaries, and don't argue with them. It's a waste of time, energy, and effort. You also need to call them out, explain why whatever it is that they're seeking isn't fair and ensure that they treat you with the respect you would treat them. People with a sense of entitlement have often come from a world where they have lived with this entitlement. Anything outside of this to them is foreign. It's important that we aren't condoning this behavior and we aren't allowing them to continue on with this mindset. So it's super important that we're holding these people with a sense of entitlement to the same standards we are holding ourselves or others to. My final words are stay strong. Don't let these people overpower you. Stand by what you believe. 
and call them out. It's time for people with a sense of entitlement to get back into their lane like every other human and work for their existence. with every episode, we end on a lighter note. Today I'm going to discuss some weird yet interesting facts. Okay, um, I've got five for you, right? Just weird shit. The first kind of really upsets me, but potato chips cause more weight gain than any other food. So a Harvard University study of more than 120,000 people found that potato chips were to blame for the gain of an average of 1.69 pounds per person over four years. That really upsets me. I love potato chips. (laughs) I absolutely love them. I love salt and vinegar. I love Doritos. I love Takis. Oh my God, if we could get those in Australia. Oh, you occasionally come across them in a convenience store, but I fucking love them. It really upsets me. Um, I will not stop eating them, though, because I love potato chips so much. I was reading a book last night and eating cheddar-flavoured popcorn, and it was good, don't get me wrong. Oh, but it's just not potato chips, like cheesy potato chips. So, yeah, the first fact really upsets me. The second is dogs can actually smell cancer. Researchers have found that dogs are able to pick up on this very specific scent that cancer produces in a person, which is undetectable to humans. So if your dog's acting a little strange, might be time to have a bit of a check out with your GP. My dog is weird. My dog um, does very inappropriate things like putting his head in your ass while you're walking. I was going to say, also in your front bum, because it was the most um, (laughs) appropriate way to describe uh, the the front area. (laughs) Um, He also does it to strangers, like random strangers. He did it to a kid the other day. We were walking and I was like, oh my God, you can't do that. That's S.A. You can't do that to a child. So yeah, (laughs) dogs can smell stuff. (laughs) Okay, the third one makes me so happy. Naps can save lives. So researchers found that a midday nap can make you more creative, focused and fresh for the rest of the day. No shit. One study found that a nap can reduce your risk of, of heart attack. Oh my God. Those who regularly nap were found to be 37% less likely to die of a heart attack or other coronary ailment than those who work straight through the day. More clear evidence that naps need to be a daily thing and we all need to boycott working a nine to five. There is a species of jellyfish that is immortal. What the hell? Scientists have discovered that there is a special jellyfish. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the special jellyfish. But basically, it reverts back to its juvenile pulp, um, which is a stage after maturing, continuing in an endless cycle, making it the only known officially immortal creature. Okay, and lucky last, the US government has an official 
plan for the zombie apocalypse. So there's a 31 page counter zombie dominance plan, or it's called the con plan 8888. Um, And it was designed in 2011. But ideally, it is the US government's approach to should a zombie apocalypse actually occur. Um, You better believe I've looked the report up. Uh, I started reading it. I don't know, the first page it has like the table of contents and it has a picture of a legitimate zombie. I don't know how legit this is. I'm going to have a read. I'll report back. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's topic on people with a sense of entitlement, including how to identify and deal with these wonderful creatures. Um, As you could probably tell, it gets me a little fired up, this topic. But I think as a whole, we really do need to stop these people from feeling like the world owes them just because they woke up one day and breathed. (laughs) Like It's got to be a point where we go, righto, same standards held for everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care about any other factor. We're all humans. We're all equal. Um, Sort your shit out. Episode when... I'm going to dive into Mandela effects. It's a really interesting topic, but I want to dive deeper. I have watched a few uh, TikToks or YouTube videos on the Mandela effects. Some of them, okay, I resonate with and I remember things slightly differently. Um, Others are a crock of shit and I'm like, no, that never happened. So (laughs) I am going to dive into Mandela. Uh, it's it's time for something a little lighter. We've done quite a few heavy topics on some really annoying different types of people. So it's it's time to shift into a bit of a lighter gear. In the meantime, let's hang out on social media. Hit me up at Aesthetic Vibes Pod or drop me an email at aestheticvibespodcast at outlook.com. You can visit my amazing website at aestheticvibespodcast.com. Drop by my TikTok. It's my name. Um, I think my handle is Dr. Ames Kelly. <laughs> I think that tends to be my handle on most things if it's not aesthetic vibes. <laughs> Call by. We have a lot of fun. Um, we are often creating them. I star my husband, my dog, and my cat. So, um, yeah, it's fun. Okay, until next time. Bye. Bye.